Welcome back to episode 67 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology available to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I am your host, William, and today we'll be gathering for roundtable number seven for Decentraland. Joining me today is Baus from Decentral Games, Frankie Needles, live from Decentraland, Anorak, and Open NFT. Listen till the very end as H. Provacos joins us for the last 20 minutes. Here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, we debrief on the Decentraland Business Conference. Next, Decentraland platform is focused on what audience for building. Then we discuss how the different metaverses projects interact with each other. And finally, we break down how DCL tech stack works. All right, let's listen in. This is number seven, that's correct. Yeah, so roundtable number seven. Um, I'm doing something a little bit different this time. I am um, actually live streaming on YouTube. Um, oh, nice. From the land. Um, so the, the people of YouTube are going to be able to see the picture of me on the land. They're not watching the uh, the Zoom call that you'll probably see on Will's, uh, on Will's podcast a little bit later on in the week. But yep. um, we definitely... Uh, we're trying to, you know, find good ways to expand this, you know. Um, go ahead, Will. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. There's actually a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. Um, so I listened to you guys talk uh, between Frankie and Anorak, uh, kind of uh, debriefing on a couple of things that happened this week. So let's run that down real quick. So we yep. had... We had the uh, Decentraland Business Conference happen, and then uh, then on Friday we had a little uh, musical uh, kind of event happening on the, uh, what was it, the London Underground? Mm-hmm. That was the name, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, we were just talking kind of off, offline a little bit, uh, and Boss was saying that the music caught him off guard a little bit, and so did, so did me. Like, when I heard it, I was like, whoa, this is more like acoustic, like a different kind of s- sound that we're used to in Decentraland. All it is is like mostly like trap music and like techno stuff. And but this one was like a, a pleasant surprise. Um, and I think she was giving away music too, right? Did you guys happen to go to the website and check it out? Uh, I did today, not during the event though. Yeah, it was I don't know if anything changed. Songs. I got two songs from her um, the day before because I did the interview with her, so I wanted to listen. Um, I believe the album is should be up soon enough or something like that. Do you kind of remember the points from that conversation, Frankie? I I, I happened to miss it. The the conversation itself, yeah, we were man, we were all over the board. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was it was a, it was a fun conversation because you know the, we really were just div- I do music stuff, so you know to me it was just like definitely just second nature, you know. Um, I was asking about how, you know, their, their, their writing process and our, you know, vision, uh, our thoughts on just general creativity. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a very podcasty style yeah. of, uh, <laughs> you know, thing. Do you and think that's where, yeah, I like to do my stuff that way. Do know? you think they're going to come back to do more? I would love them to come back and I think they would. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. good friends with Tune, so uh, that. I'm sure they'll be back soon. You have you have more experience like with creating music than uh, than probably a lot of us on this call right now. But mm-hmm. I would imagine that it it takes quite some time to create like a song, right? It depends. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. After that interview, I wrote something up. You know, what I mean? oh, I was yeah? just in, in the mood, you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, if you want to go check out check that out? You can hear it on my Instagram. It's just uh just a quick rap. I just do um I don't really write songs no more like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not into it no more like that, but I do love rapping, so I I did put something up. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we also experienced a little kind of glitch thing for Decentraland. When we were there, I think it, it started to populate, and then all the avatars started to flicker. And some were like yeah. kind of disappearing, and I don't know if that was yeah. intentional. No, I had nobody for a while. I had, it was it was so funny. At some point in the in the thing, it was just me and KJ in there, and I'm like, "All right, I got to refresh, man. This is, I know there's so <laughs> yeah. many people in here." Yeah, but um, I was just afraid when that was happening. Like I would be like just standing like right in front of someone or something. Yeah. They just didn't even know it, <laughs> and just they they think they thought that I would be like creeping on them or something. But right, um, yeah, it was. It was interesting because I would refresh and everything would kind of go back to normal, but um, it would it kept happening though. Yeah, I was afraid to refresh because I thought it would just pop me into a different server where like it was empty, and so I just dealt with the flickering. But I'm always scared to refresh for that. Yeah, but it was packed though, Uh, and and dude, that's the Decentraland marketing, right? If they send that email out, you're gonna get like a good amount of people on that parcel, and and like we're so used to. we're so used to being like in larger parcels, like in in the central games parcels, like they're so huge. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this one was like what two parcels big, and there's like a good amount of like concentration of people there. Oh yeah, and we were, it, was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, man. Like a lot of chat going back and forth. I mean, I'm telling Iron Man to do a stage dive. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to. I mean, I know we're going a certain way with that, and that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, so then, and then on top of that, Toon Punk messaged, I think a couple of us or you put it on discord or something that new emotes are coming on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. Cause, yeah. cause it was a, that before and oh. I don't want to spill the beans. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like just holding it until somebody else knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was a little awkward, like listening to that music and then like they would finish and it was just like silence, you know, it was like, usually there's like clapping and like screaming and stuff, you know? Yeah. But you know, I think that we have a, a, like an opportunity to do like, the, like we were, me and Anna right talking about the hearts, man. Like we really think yeah, that yeah, could like yeah. be the thing that we have that, that shows love that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that would be a good. So one. it could be like not even a not even an emote, but more like just a heart that goes over your head, like bling bling bling. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree, and I, I guess that you know, I one of the questions that I had was like, when are we the community going to be able to de- like develop some of these emotes, right? Uh, because once you can create an emote, <laughs> then you can control the bones of your avatar, mm-hmm, like in game, mm-hmm. for like a specific yeah. purpose. Maybe you want to sit down, or maybe you want to aim down sights for a game, like uh, Corona Zombies, right? Um, <laughs> at that point, you know, yeah. we should be able to manipulate the bones to any degree we want, right? So, I'm curious to when that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's just another way to <laughs> monetize. You want your break dance, Will's yeah. break dance yeah. up in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boss. Yeah, it's just like it. Op- it opens up an entirely new market. I personally would would love to trade. Um, I would pay like decent yeah. amount of money for for yeah. like cool emotes, especially if you know they're scarce and um, you know they have the same type of breakdown as wearables in terms of like how many how much supply and yeah. that kind of stuff. And also, they would they would yeah. be for a moment. I mean, if you think about it, just like um, I don't know if you guys play. I play a lot of two K, so I have like a lot of reference to NBA two K. But uh, <laughs> um, in NBA two K, they have all the of the time dances and honestly a lot of the back in the day dances as well you know so if you were to capture yeah. that moment like you know there's, there's this dance out now and then you've made the dance you know i think it'd be pretty cool you know right right yeah, man, yeah. There's, there's so many like pop culture emote references that we can upload to decentraland that it, yeah. it, it would be pretty easy to like really populate that market could be good or bad yeah. i guess it depends yeah, so, Fortnite did a really good job of cop- capturing all the the pop culture yeah. like dance mm-hmm. moves. Yeah, you guys yeah. See those? 
Yeah, they just a lot of their stuff went viral, man. That's right. All those yeah. kids dancing and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah, and I think they did have it a comp- some type of competition where people could submit them. Um, I don't okay. know what the details were, but I think you could like anyone could submit one, one um, to be to be uh, included on, on you know the um, the actual game for everyone. So I yeah, that was and I cool. also remember that Fortnite went through some like legal troubles with like owning the Carlton dance and like yeah. Orange Justice and all that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I don't remember yeah. what happened with that, but. I wonder, like Clark would be a good good one to to kind of take here, but you know, if we start taking these these emotes and start putting them in Decentraland and selling them, I mean, do we have implications there for copyright infringement? But I guess ultimately, it'll be difficult once everything's actually decentralized, which is one one of the things I wanted to talk to HP about. He's supposed to join us today, but I don't I don't know if he's right, going to be able right. to make it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I, I've been trying to. I, I was in contact. Like I said, we were so. Me and HP were trying to figure out video for this podcast, and I was, mm-hmm. we were so close, but you know, <laughs> we couldn't figure it out all the way or, or to what what we wanted it to be. And I think he and I both lost sleep like crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, I was up at some weird hour in the morning because I we were working on it earlier, and then I was like, I got to get some some sleep. I'm literally falling asleep at the, at the machine. And then, so I went to bed, I woke up two hours later, like, I'm back, I'm cool, yeah. you know? And then I wasn't, you know, so he did a little bit more work and then I fell asleep. So I feel like he maybe broke on, you know, went all night and then fell asleep minutes ago. Or so like uh, you were able to get it to work in the preview though, right? Um, he yeah. was really able to get it to work. Yeah. I, I saw was that. having a harder time. Um, and I, I needed a little bit more help from him. I honestly don't know why it wasn't working for me, but mm-hmm. um, I was able to get the, the code from the docs working, but HP jazzed up some fancy shit. And that was a little bit over my head. So yeah. um, I'm still, you and know, I'm still working on my coding skills. I'm not a, definitely not HP level, you know? Yeah. Right. Him and James were trying to get that to work. They're trying to bring it from the preview to like in world. And they were saying yeah. something was up with like the link breaking or whatever, when they were trying to make that jump. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm trying to share the YouTube I, link on YouTube on Twitter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, but yeah, I um, I feel, I feel like we'll have it figured out by the end of the week. That's that's where I'm thinking. Where I, I was just really trying to surprise you guys and just have video up when you guys walked in on the land, and you know, so I, I like hit HP up early in the week, and I'm like, hey, you think we can figure this out before you know? And uh, it wasn't even that. No, no, it wasn't even that. He brought it up because he was saying, do you want to broadcast it as a as a video? And I'm like, yeah. So one, we're talking yeah. it over i'm thinking he's talking about something like i'm doing right now like have it on youtube and uh and then you know the, as he's like describing what he wants to do and i'm like where are you talking about streaming this to <laughs> he's like he's like the land like, oh okay yeah so we tried but uh you know i'll get it i'll try to get video at least some sort of video up my part of parcel for the end of the week um i know i got things i want to create streams you know so We'll it could add so much not even to like base an entire scene around like yeah uh, some sort of like video stream but like even someone like bows could throw that up in his uh casino and have like a, a live performance going on in the Hell background yeah. uh like that uh fortnite video with steve aoki i sent some of you guys on discord um where it's just like a screen with graphics around them i mean we, it's totally doable yeah. for decentralized no, yeah i think that's just to bring people be. into the casino Absolutely. 
have like some yeah, like yeah. post Malone concert. Like he was in that casino. Exactly. I remember seeing that up, video. Just have that on the exactly. on the you background. You can set up a stage where the where the back yeah. part of the stage is screen, and then everything around yeah. it looks yeah. stage, and then it would look good. You know. Yeah, and you yeah. can just stand yeah. there and gamble. Super doable. Super super doable. Right now, yeah, I'm trying to kind of devise like where in the casino I wanted to um, throw like these screens because I want to do a few of them. I can kind of mm-hmm. just you know toss them all around. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like kind of in the upstairs area just because um, Make people walk we kind of want to just yeah yeah we just mm-hmm. want to have more interactions up there just because yeah. um, you know most people just chill on the downstairs. So yeah, we we kind of felt like in the middle in the north the north wing like upstairs would be a good mm-hmm. location. But right now I'm kind of working out what like what orientation we want. Um, Cause I also want to do, I, I have a few other things in the works to add up there. Um, I want to do kind of like um, uh, throw in some like uh, machines that you can like, you know, anyone could like sell NFTs or something, mm-hmm. some, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. open it up and just let anyone kind of uh, use oh, it. Okay. If they want to like okay. announce something or, um, you know, do like a like an auction or anything like that would be the ideal just to get more people in there for other reasons other than playing the games you know Mm -hmm. just to have it like a versatile kind of space i think so yeah i'm wondering my question is what video is is would i be able to wrap this glow with it not that i'm going i don't think so i think i think we were trying to do that just to to see what the limitations are i don't think you can wrap it around anything yet all right all right uh, but I think it was Anorak. I don't know <laughs> if it was you who either saw this somewhere or had this idea where you had you can make an entire wall in a building this this video screen, right? And then in the background of yeah. the screen is like sort of like a green screen. And then what you would do is you would video yourself in front of this green screen, and then the the green screen behind you could be uh, like a PowerPoint slide, and then you could physically be present within Decentraland in a video yes. format. And like yes. be standing there as if you're in Decentraland as a human, right? As so, much as I'd like to take credit for that, I don't think that was me that brought it up. But <laughs> I, oh, I, that's, I that's pretty damn cool, though. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that's it. That's cool. I, I, I could have swore <laughs> they yeah. found it somewhere or something. <laughs> it's like that um, that video of the professor that went viral a couple of years back where he like pranked his class and he like walked... Uh, he was like on the screen and walked out from behind the projector and there he was. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I'll try and find out. No, no, but I, I've it's seen exactly that, what you're talking about. Will. I've seen it in the NBA yeah. though. Like uh, they were, they're showing like the NBA court and then I think mm-hmm. Chuck or somebody goes behind the screen and he enters like the court to show some, some sort yeah, of play yeah. or something. Kenny does it. Kenny. Yeah. yeah there Kenny, you go. Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. He does that. Is that the, that's like the same thing you're talking screen. about, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It's the okay. same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I can. I, yeah, I can see that happening. Like, it it would be just something interesting. I mean, all it is is a video live streaming, and then you're doing a presentation, and then you're just putting that video within Decentraland. So there's there's no real magic there, but it would be kind of mm-hmm. trippy to walk into this to this like uh, conference room, and then you see like a human, you know, kind of like uh, at your yeah, height yeah. level, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that'd, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. anything <laughs> that allows for a little bit of creativity. You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot coming up. There's going to be a lot of fun to mess with. You know, and that's, that's just going to be, you know, that's, that's what it is, you know, because you know, the, what, what, the biggest, not the biggest thing, I wouldn't say the biggest thing, but one of the things that I love about this, and I've been reaching out to a lot of artists and I think I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews with a lot of artists um, because of this, because I want them to feel comfortable to bring their video art. A lot of these guys have video art, you know, Josie, mm-hmm. um, the guy that I'm working with, what I'm talking to, I believe his name is, 
I can't pronounce it correctly. It's like Rico, something like that. Video art. Um, he, <laughs> like digital art. art. Yeah. Oh, it's like um, art. Alex Alex Shell's art. Sure. Uh, that artist that you've been in contact with, Will. He yep. does a lot of stuff like that, where yep. it's like yeah. progression art, and it's an entire yeah. GIF, and he like draws little by little, and then it takes shape at the end. Oh, okay. okay. Or, exactly. Like we can't even display anything like that. Yeah. Even yeah. though he so, he'd want to do stuff with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you could do video like um like Josie had sent um the the what was it called? I'm I'm, I'm butchering the name right now, but it's like the name of it was um yours truly uh-huh. that painting or that artwork that she did, and that was a video with sound. So that video with sound would be able to be played in anybody's parcel and displayed, and you know, so I'd like to be able to do all that, you know, to to display all that kind of stuff and bring artists. And have them become like rock stars, essentially. Here, you know. So yeah, yeah, dude. That's we've talked about that before on here, where like there's a real market for someone to come in and really Open. make a name off themselves in here. Yeah, like be Absolutely. like a decentralized musician, and you can blow up in decentraland. Like, I mean, shit. Like, I just am on social media, and I have like 300 more followers from my decentraland social media than I do my personal stuff. It's like if I if someone like me can do that on Twitter, why can't a musician do that with their work and their SoundCloud and stuff? Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. Oh, like, yeah. there's still oh, yeah. a market for it. Oh yeah. So I mean, Tune had a hundred people in there yesterday. I know. Like a lot of them know? were guests. A lot of them were guests. Yeah. I feel like they just came to see the musicians too. Yeah, and they stayed. They stayed. Yeah. We were deep in there, man. I stayed in there to the all the way into the end, as mm. well as a whole bunch of other people. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're gonna, we're, you know, that's gonna be something that's gonna we're gonna be able to use to our our advantage soon enough. You know. So I want to talk about uh, the progression of Decentraland in the last, I would say, month or so. And mm. my question is, you know, we know that Decentraland is going to come up with updates to the map. Uh, we got mm. a uh, a chat system, private chat system, right. friends. Yep. And there's going to be like a cohesive like interactivity just by its just with the chats and the maps, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then we know that video is coming. Uh, we have obviously we have audio now. So yep. once that's complete, what what's mm-hmm. next? What what are the critical like pillars that are going to stand up? Big. I mean, at this point, for me, it's going to be breaking it. Watch, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be my mission every week. Break it. No, absolutely. Fix it. Yeah, we should you know? we should be doing yeah. that every single week. But my but my question yeah. is from in terms of features, like what what else is missing besides you know what oh, they're working on? Well, um, one of the artists mentioned gifts. We should have gifts like that. Yeah, okay. Gifts, and then um, Will, I don't know if you just mentioned that um in your spiel there. I was loading this Trello page, but uh, friends list. I think friends mm-hmm. list is the next big thing. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but we'll say uh, what like would be voice- after that. Okay, I, that's what I said. I, I couldn't hear okay. if you uh, said yep. that or not. Um, I guess voice chat. I oh, mean, yeah. voice chat's the thing that most people ask on on Twitter. I posted that uh, stuff of the video stream today. Of I HP saw that. Ch- and tons of people were saying, like, is voice chat available? Is voice chat, like, Discord today, there's people asking mm-hmm. if you can chat with people that are near you. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's going to be the next big thing. And I know that it's difficult to, to implement, yeah. but even if we can I- that with people that are within like two meters of us or three meters. I mean, that's the next big thing. It, it should be yeah. doable. I'd like to see it be a very local situation. You know, yeah, I would, for sure. Because especially since I do these things and we do, we you know, you would have things with, for instance, 100 people in that little club. If we had voice chat, you wouldn't be able to hear the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, has to be so like there's got to be a way to like, or even like in Second Life, there's only some lands. Remember this. There's only some lands you can voice chat on. 
and then some lands you can't voice chat on and maybe there'll be things like that like the, the owner of the land will either allow or, or disallow voice chat and then um lands that didn't specify or didn't have builds on them for sure should just be enabled you know yeah I, I is think there you anything can... on trello for voice chat right now nah there's not <laughs> we're just I making this so. stuff up like it's happening tomorrow <laughs> <Yeah>. too <laughs> so we got open nft just showed up what's up man what's up open there doing? we go. Trying to figure this out. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, we hear you. Cool. All right, what's going what's up, on, dude? Hope? Welcome. Open. We're talking. Uh, we're talking uh, some features that you want to see uh, put into Decentraland here. The next up, we're we're talking about friends lists, uh, voice chat, and stuff like that. Is there anything that uh, you have in mind that you want to see uh, implemented here in the next month or so? We're talking when it comes about to socializing. List. Uh, voice chat and stuff like that. Is there anything that uh, you have in mind that you want to see? Uh, oh, um, hey, uh, open. You want to mute the the browser? Yeah, I got yeah, it. it's Um, yeah, no, I I saw Ebriel's post on Twitter and I thought it was real interesting how he showed kind of the screenshots of the chat, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, I I think that's going to be super exciting, especially. I think you said earlier how people in Discord were asking about that specifically, just how they can interact in game. And I think it'll be a super game changer mm -hmm. um, once they implement it. Hopefully. Um, another thing I know is a ridiculous thing that seems like it's not important, but sitting and little um, like That's true. things like that, you know, interactivity, um, maybe pointing. You know, I saw, uh, I was watching a stream, me and uh, HP were working on the video thing. So I'm sitting here watching a Grand Theft Auto game, you know, and this guy's like kind of like running like his, I don't know. It, it was interesting what he was doing. He's kind of like cinematically playing it. And um, yeah. he's pointing all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, we need some good points. I like that. <laughs> point over there, point over there, you know. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I think that'll come down to the emotes itself. But uh, I think when it comes down to sitting, there's so many chairs. Like I think somebody submitted a chair to, to MetaZone, and it's a yeah. it's like a throne that has like these tentacles that are moving. Um, mm -hmm. So sitting in that chair is going to be different than sitting in like the standard wooden chair that you'd find in the in the builder assets, right? So there's got to yeah. be something where uh, maybe clicking on an object allows you to to manipulate the bones of your avatar for that specific mm -hmm. chair, um, and then it could get really complicated from there. Cause then, well, I mean, cause then maybe, you could click yeah. on a on a bottle, and then you can like grab it and you know. That's like kind of what, I'm, what I'm talking about, like interactivity that way. So when you go to the bars, we have like 17 bars right now. Yeah. It's in Decentraland. Yeah. <laughs> so we should might as well be able to hold the bottle, drink, you know, get right. drunk. I'd like to see get drunk. <laughs> you know, that that'd be an emote, like a stumbling emote. Oh yeah, have you ever played um, <laughs> Saint, Saints Row? Yeah, dudes get like trashed and can't do nothing. And like, uh. <laughs> I is, is I like, sitting I like even in the works or thoughts at all? I don't know. We're, we're just coming up with stuff at this point. Yeah, okay. yeah because, no, because I, I remember the round table you guys founded at some parcel, and I thought would be that'd be fucking stupid. Cool if you could all sit down around it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. like Clark's uh, yeah. like Clark's table that he put in at the neighborhood scene, where all yeah, of our names yeah. are at that wooden table. Yeah, yeah and all he would have to do, all, those filled. all he would have to do is like uh, make some uh, manipulation of the bones of whatever somebody clicks on it, and then you can just sit at the eight chairs that there is there, right? And it, it shouldn't yeah, be complicated, yeah. really. Yeah. But you know, getting that functionality uh, from Decentraland, it, 
you know, it just depends how long it's going to take. Right. And obviously that's not like the most critical feature. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. It's not like the most important, but you know, these things are things that we, if the reason why we talk about it is so, you know, you get those juices flowing and, you know, yeah. if it wasn't brought up in a prior conversation, then that's why we're talking about it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's not like I'm saying, Oh, we, you know, we need this to be here yesterday. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we, we're, we're doing pretty, I feel like we're going at a good pace for me. Um, I know everyone is always super like thirsty is the way I say it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like there's always like want more, want more. And I get it, but you know, you gotta let people work too, you know? Yeah. Is it possible to throw mana at someone just like a crypto voxels, how they throw color? You think it's possible eventually just kind of, you know, make it rain. I think that's actually a uh, cool. functionality that would be coming um, in game, like transactions, right? Well, uh, that's i don't know man that that sounds really tough to do actually um, i feel like i heard about that as a thing like there was because a, there's, i didn't there's, make it up my there's brain. actually two transactions happening right you're 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 doing like an emote right the tossing of a coin right that's that's just an mm -hmm. emote by itself but then mm -hmm. the actual donation of mana to a, an individual that's a that's yeah. a gas transaction that's um, what I'm saying. I'm talking about wallet to wallet. Like if I walked up to you, I wanted to give you money or or I wanted to pay you money. See, for that your, should be easy. Just for click your on somebody. wearables. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah, throwing the money or whatever. I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. But, okay. you know, like the actual transaction is what I'm talking about. I noticed how he, he was kind of just saying, hey, you need this. Like, uh, you want to color the wall? Here's five color and you can do sure. what you want with it uh, real quick. Yeah, I that's saw that too. Yeah, it is cool. I just don't know how feasible that is in Decentraland. Um, how how everything is set up. Mm -hmm. But you should be able to click yeah. on somebody and then don't donate directly to that person, right? Yeah, yeah. which I think yeah, that's on the Trello like there. In oh, world trading. Oh, so that's actually good. so in world trading means something specific for Decentraland. It actually means in world trading is going to happen within the Genesis Plaza, which is going to be updated like next week or something. Oh. Nice. And so okay. from there, you can sense. actually trade NFTs without any fees or anything like that. So, but that, it wouldn't be. I, you, it's not trading them for money. It's trading them for. Um, as far as I, as, when I had a conversation with Augustine, it it was mm -hmm. it was like a trade, one for one trade. Uh, okay, now yeah. it doesn't mean that they can't update it and and allow people yeah, to, yeah. to sell stuff through there. Yeah. Um, but that's that's from what I understand. And That'd so be great if it was if it was mainly in the Genesis or, or one, and even just the, the the central land plazas. So it'll give people a reason to be there. You exactly, know? that's exactly like why they're doing it. Like a, a market, almost like its own marketplace. You know, and like, exactly. like have its own bustling. And that's the purpose you know, of doing it in, in Genesis Plaza is that uh, it it if if the transaction is free, it it gives mm -hmm. people an incentive to be there because yeah. you know it's it's free, right? So yeah. Um, and then on top of that. Genesis Plus is going to be focused on onboarding new people who don't know anything about blockchain. And so through mm -hmm. there, they'll be able to understand like, what is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? You know, why mana? What's Ethereum? What's gas? All that yeah. stuff. So devil's advocate though. Now you got all these new users and, and a bunch of goons just running up like, Hey, buy my thing, buy my thing. Yeah. Hey, I got these hats. I got these glasses. I got some gloves. Hey, but that's what it's like in real life anyways, right? So right. there's no difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'll be out there. I'll be out there <laughs> selling my shit. <laughs> Just standing on the street corner, like need tickets, yep. like the need tickets. I got hoodies. Yeah. I got yeah. hoodies. Scalping, <laughs> scalping mana hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my God, that will be cool. I'm anxious to see. Um, That's gonna heard a lot of a lot of rumors about the Genesis Plaza stuff, mm-hmm. but it's gonna. I mean, like we're saying, it gives people a reason to be there, but I mean, it also gives value to the land that's been bought around that stuff. Because oh, sure. right now, like, what's the point of being next to one of those plazas? It's just a bunch of stuff from the builder that's just kind of plopped down there. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you see a lot of new users coming in. They're like, well, why do I want to be near a district or why do I want to be on the road or anything like that? And it's tough to explain to a new user like, well, you're buying stuff for the future, like two years, three years, five down the line and stuff like yeah. right now. Yeah. I can't give you a solid reason other than what the future is going to look like. And how do you justify yeah. spending 80K mana on a roadside parcel near a plaza when there's nothing there? I've given up on that idea. I'm just glad I never fell into that. Yeah, on what? Because I feel like the whole roadside, the whole proximity to the middle. Well, you know, there's some. There's, there's. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead, Frankie. Make your point. I'm just saying. I've seen what somebody can do with just doing. So Mm -hmm. I I don't. You know, I don't really. If it does get to that point, I think that you would. If you would be able to still make more mana with doing, and then end up just being able to buy them at the higher prices if you did stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I, I really don't, I don't know. I don't I think that's, you're right. At least not for now. Not for now. I mean, yes, I see in the future. Yes. If they, okay. For instance, if we have, if we were packed right here and yeah. I couldn't even barely even like get to the block runner tower yeah. and then, you know, everything was hard to load. That's what I was going to say. Then being next to a road is going to be obviously ideal. Yeah. You know? There's, and there's to me, definitely be about loading sides. issues as opposed to be about, um, be, be about, just like you, you up and look and like, oh wow, there's stuff here, you know. But more like, mm-hmm. man, I'm not walking through all that because I know it's gonna load crazy, you know. Yeah, and just, I mean, just to clear some stuff up, uh, you will be able to cut through uh, different lands and stuff. Like you're not gonna be anywhere where you're blocked off. They're providing no, like corridors. Off. No, but there's I've just been seeing chat and stuff uh, oh, for okay. so whoever's out there listening. Like you're not gonna be right. boxed off if you're not on land. Um, there's definitely land side or um, roadside parcels that are just straight trash, right? Like, why are you buying a single roadside parcel where it's all the way southwest corner? But I do think, like, if I can be on roadside next to Vegas, like where Baus is setting stuff up, or on a double road across from like Festival Land, that's the yeah, stuff that matters. But if you're yeah. just going to buy a parcel in some desolate area just because it's on the road, like, that's where you're messing up. Yeah. I think that in the future, you're going to have a lot more things. Uh, in proximity to people that are doing things that bring mm-hmm. action, you know, yeah, which so, is the neighborhood uh, project, man. Yeah, the neighborhood project. Yeah. Um, you know, Will's place, Boss's place, my place, place that people go to. You know, um, Toon's place that he's got going in Festland, like you're saying. You know, you're gonna start having hot spots that are hotter than other spots, and then those people, you know, you're gonna body want to buy land around that because they're already bringing you know people to take a look at whatever you got going on. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I really totally agree. How you can kind of find those places and stuff. I was mm-hmm. I was on it for like an hour a day, just clicking the yellow spots. Just yeah, I never even been before. It made yeah. it really easy. Yeah, yeah. What the the jump in feature makes the proximity of the uh, zero zero location a lot less valuable. I remember the day where they mm-hmm. announced that you could drop in anywhere, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was like 
fucking pandemonium in the discord <laughs> because people thought that you're only going to be able to yeah. drop at zero zero and then they came out and they were like yeah. uh said you could go anywhere and if you yeah. look at some of those uh past like the historic sales records of mm. within like zero ten or negative ten there's like mm. two million man of sales like crazy and no one would ever uh, pay that right now crazy. but there's like multiple million man of sales yeah. Uh, for and that that's area. the reason why you don't see a lot of, in my opinion, that's the reason why you don't see a lot of um, uh, building in the middle of the map because people paid yeah. crazy money for it. And then they're like, I'm not putting nothing there. I'm going to wait until Dude. I sell that thing or whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 Sure. Open, where's your land at? I have them just kind of spread all over. They're mainly by Dragon City because I got in later than you guys. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to go farther south, you know, down there. The Vegas stuff was just simply incredibly priced another example open is is you like being able to set up an art gallery and stuff like that and still be able to create traction to your own place that's in the middle of nowhere you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like that's what yeah, i think yeah. that you know it's is uh your hustle is gonna is gonna show out man it's not gonna be about especially in the beginning maybe later on your location will be a bigger deal but right now your hustle is is, is your number one most valuable asset Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with the whole, um, the, the teleportation thing. Cause I was afraid that Decentraland was going to put flying into this, into a, you know, a possibility. And I was mm-hmm. like, shit, man, our, our block runner thing is going to like break if everybody just, just fly. Right. Fly. But then yeah. if you could fly and you can actually control whether you can fly on a parcel level, then it wouldn't it wouldn't break anything, right? So like no fly zones. No fly like, zone either. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Fall on the> <laughs> <floor. laughs> they should give a falling animation for that. So like when you fall, you actually fall and like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, like and, a wipeout. <laughs> yeah, had some comedy. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and the other thing was um well, I forget now, but essentially the the whole roadside situation, I I knew that the the value that roadside provides is is so incremental it's so incremental that i think once decentraland is completely populated i think the roadside parcels are going to be just a, a smidge more valuable just because it's so easy yeah. to access but that's about no, 100%, it 100% when when the time comes oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be good money but um you're going to have to wait it's not a, that ain't land you just you know and you get lucky if you flip them yeah they're earlier you know? yeah but yeah those are you going to hold on you're going to hold on the value of those but if we do populate more completely yeah it'd be a lot better to have roadside stuff so uh switching subjects now what, what was your opinion mm-hmm. on the decentraland business conference i mean i loved it <laughs> hey you know what uh the work that you did for the audio is underrated dude like that that yeah. is that you know your job was an audio engineer like that takes yeah, yeah. a bunch of work yeah. uh so i yeah, want to thank awesome. you for for controlling all that stuff dude Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, you know, it, I just, it's, it found like, um, it was cool because I was, I'm able to talk to you guys while you're talking. Exactly. If something comes up, you know, and then try to fix it. So, you know, like in the middle of talk, Sam, and I apologize, talks, um, or Sam, whatever you call, what I should call you, but, um, Daniel. you know, it did break up a little bit in the middle of his, in the middle of his uh, presentation, but I was able to recover because, um, I believe Ty from, um, from so you club, he let me know that it was messing up. I'm like, cool. And I fixed it, you know? So I yeah. think, you know, we're, do, we're doing the best we can. We're getting used to how things work. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's me. I'm also checking in, like, when I'm doing that, so I'm doing that. You guys are talking. I'm 
switching back and forth between our audio that's playing in my ears mm -hmm. and then the audio that's playing on the land to make sure that everything is going right. Yeah, that's crazy amount of work, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought the conference took a big step from the first one. I mean, the first yeah. one, how many times were we like, okay, everyone reload, this slide's not working, this audio, mm -hmm. this or that. More I than mean, this time, there was yeah. hardly anything like that. We started on time, too. Like We started like, gonna, when, yeah. I, like when we wanted to start, you know? Yeah, we still got to figure out a way to like add some stuff in there. Like some sort, like I brought up the point of like having those pixel boards in there where people yeah. could like be messing around, just something to True. engage people while they're listening and just kind of keep them there for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I see that. But I mean, there's just still like, I mean, it's the second one. It's just like we were talking, uh, Frankie, me and you last night about the yeah. concert. It's like they could have had this up or that up or little yeah. stuff. And it's like, well, yeah. it's the first one, conference, exactly. second one. I mean, just baby steps. Let's get everything working correctly and then do stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like even even with Maddie, like Maddie was so much more confident coming in he's like man i think we know what we're doing now a little bit you know yeah and so you know he wasn't as nervous as the first time when you know we just didn't know if the whole thing would break you know so it's yeah. you know it feels better to know that have a better at least a, a general understanding like well it's not gonna break things are working things yeah. worked last time and they're working better this time you know and little by so, little we'll continue to get better you know and again with the conference i'd love to add video like I mean, yeah. I mean, as soon as possible you know, and I think that since we do have Nico helping out with that, I got to imagine that we will be able to do that sooner than later. Yeah, because if you add video, then you all you have to do is share screens and then you can have like a more complicated presentation using Prezi. I don't know if you guys ever used Prezi before, but it's it's yeah. a it's it's like a really advanced like version, a really of version of PowerPoint. OK, mm -hmm. and, and and what it does is like it, it, it gives you a huge canvas and in that canvas, mm -hmm. you can put like pretty much anything from videos to any visual assets that you want. And then you travel as a camera, you travel along that canvas and zoom in and zoom out and you can get like extremely detailed. It's like, it's, it's a hugely dynamic presentation. It's, it's significantly Very better than PowerPoint, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah but pretty you cool. Could, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. So you could just share your screen and then you can kind of like flow through these presentations. So yeah, I think that, adding that video to the presentation would be would make it much more smooth too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and like you said, just adding like all these different types of features to help present mm -hmm. rather than just slides. Yeah, I th I was <laughs> trying to think. Stuff, I, was, yeah. I was trying to think like how do you like for what with what we have now? How do you improve it? But I I couldn't think of a better way than what was done. So that was like the most optimized that we can get Decentraland to get to for a presentation. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I think it was overall it was great. Um, I, we should have that more often and then obviously get more companies outside, you know, of Decentraland to start presenting oh, yeah. their stuff too. Oh, yeah. 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 It's going to be a That's great a platform for people to be able to show their stuff. I'd like to see us also get to the point where, because this is only about money. This is not even about nothing. But we're using 3D models to show what these companies are looking to do. So if a company wants to, let's say it was a car company, you know, and they're showing off some sort of like thing, you could make a literal 3D model that goes into the middle of the room that everybody would be able to see and highlight it and then point out things on the 3D model. That's why we're, you know, that's what Decentraland can do. You know, mm -hmm. this is the most, you know, this, that, that, to me, like that's a, the strongest use case for having a 3D world that you can present, you know, business in is like, but well, then you'd be able to use 3D models to present that said business and, and their and their thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. What was that? 
<laughs> I was just messing with Frankie because he was talking about a 3D model car and his new meta coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we uh, oh, yeah. Car. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I... Um, I think it's thick. Thanks, brother. Um, so basically, that's a partnership between me and Catherine and Fran, um, her partner from Low Poly Models. And, and basically, um, what happened was, you know, I had her build my building. I had her build uh, the DCL is yours meta which is just like a high-end yeah. that I'd really, I could care less if no one buys. <laughs> um, it's, my, it's my just like something personally I love. Um, and then, so after that, she had come to me and say, I want to do a car. And so, you know, we had thought about what the car should look like. And I, you know, I kind of gave her a couple ideas and then we ran with it. And the thing is amazing looking. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a parody of a, of a concept car that exists in the world. And she knocked it out the park. Or they knocked it out of the park because I don't want to take any uh, credit away from Fran, but they're amazing. They're I'll be, I'm going to be working with them on a bunch of stuff, um, and I'm lucky as hell to be working with them for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think KJ and and probably Fran they they're the ones who are making all these like cool buildings uh, for Decentraland, did, right? Yeah, they helped out with yeah. the London Underground building as well. Oh yeah, that's another uh, one. Yeah, that that building, amazing. That building's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got something hopefully coming soon that is going to be mind blowing. Um, and that's like an understatement, you know? So it's pretty cool. Yeah. A bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm really like wrapping about into, all right, go ahead. Joel. No, 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 go ahead, boss. I was just, I was just saying like, um, uh, what you said in terms of like features that we're excited to roll out past like these initial ones that we just, uh, discussing i think that's kind of um, overshadowed a bit right now is the just the improvements of the sdk in general mm-hmm. i think like right. the shared state within a scene is going to be huge and like just any tools to build multiplayer experiences i think is going to be really important for for game developers mm-hmm. um just because you know like i feel like you know to do that right now you have to have pretty decent knowledge of how to set up like a server app and you yeah. know use node and stuff like that. And yep. um, if they just bake that right into the SDK um, and, and do it for you, um, then, you know, that just opens the doors to a lot more of these multiplayer games, which I think are, are really good for like, you know, yeah. longer sessions gives yeah, people, gives people, people like an excuse yep. to socialize. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey boss, I, I wanted you to would ask like you to see uh... people spending half a day in Decentraland rather than an hour and a half, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. hey, we still have that soccer tournament. That's like four weeks away on the events it's page. It's like soccer? that. Oh yeah. yeah that so... world soccer <laughs> yeah. tournament. Like, what is that going to be like going off the multiplayer thing? Like if you go on the events page, it's going to be hosted at the moonshot arena, that soccer arena that the was involved thing? in the treasure hunt. I remember that. And it's a, it's a, it's a world that. soccer tournament for like June 5th. I think it was, yeah. it's like scheduled to start when, um, I don't know if this was like a world cup year or maybe yeah. for the Olympics, maybe it was supposed mm-hmm. to be like an Olympics thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. on the events yeah. page. That'll be cool. I how many that I, yeah. yeah. I've got to check that out. I have no, I, I didn't, but I, is it going to be like a video? Let me check and see if it's still here. Hmm. That would uh, be awesome if it's actually in world. Yeah. Yeah. June, June 5th, Moonshot Crypto World Cup. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a weekend of virtual soccer, five aside tournament with NFT and crypto projects battling it out to be the winners of the first Crypto World Cup. Yeah, and it runs from bad. June 5th until mm-hmm. June 8th, Friday to Monday. I don't want to play. That's awesome. I'm going to watch. <laughs> I'm going to be that? proud that day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
That's you know what's crazy? Like, we actually yeah. do have a huge crowd for that, and then they can't really play because it's lagged out. Yeah, that's a shared experience, <laughs> then, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that should be a that's shared something experience. that we need like 200 people in a realm for like that's oh, when it looks yeah. cool when there's people on the field and then there's all like of, other avatars in the stands because yeah, they have a huge uh stands over there like you could hypothetically you can run through those things yeah. moonshot was the first place that i saw another avatar in world i just stumbled upon it and there's <laughs> someone just like running through the bleachers and the stands and i just <laughs> oh, let me tell you about stumbled this the onto day. the field so anorak had just got his uh laptop the other day right his brand new laptop and we were talking in Discord, and we were not anywhere near each other in the land that we knew about. Now, I had gone to Genesis Plaza for no good reason at all. And I'm just climbing a mountain. I look over there, I'm like, let's do a mariachi here. I think that's Anorak. And I go running after him. And sure enough, I found Anorak in the game. I'm like, what's up, homie? <laughs> but this is after I, I, I was like, Hey, Frankie, uh, I got to leave this Discord chat. My new computer just got here. Mm -hmm, and then I was mm -hmm. checking out my new computer. And within like two minutes in world, you've rolled up on me. You're like, yeah, you can't yeah, avoid yeah. me. You're trying to dodge <laughs> me in Discord. <laughs> no, so, it's cool. There's I, yeah. Friends list is going to be cool. I kind of knocked yeah. on it when it first came out. And I wanted to see some stuff before friends list. But mm -hmm. I'm starting to realize like all this stuff is just about relationships. Like yeah. that's what's going to keep yeah. you coming back more than making money is the relationships you build with other people. And mm -hmm. the number one complaint I yeah. think that we see is lag and not seeing anyone else in world. And if you're mm -hmm. able to log in and find people, I mean, it's going to be pretty cool to be able to just see who's online and who's doing what, where and all that. Yeah, especially with yeah. that map update. I mean, imagine if you press M, mm -hmm. uh, Frankie, you'll pull mm -hmm. up the entire map on your screen, right? And then yeah, just imagine yeah. you'll see a bunch of red dots, like just that's scattered everywhere. For, yeah, like yeah. that—that's gonna. Be are you cool. gonna? You know, what would be cool if you can roll over their name and then you just see. I mean, roll yeah, over their dot are. and find out who the name is. Yeah, that'd be that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, boss, I had a, a philosophical question for you. So in, okay. in your in your perspective, Decentraland is it is it a, it is it is it a world that is set up for developers or is it set up really for like the common person who doesn't know how to develop to create stuff? Like, what in its current state, what would you say is Decentraland set up for? I feel like they're kind of trying to do both. Um, and I know you guys, you guys talked about this on one of your, one of your podcasts. I, I think I remember listening to, well, yeah. I think it was something around like how you guys wanted more, more um, development in the SDK mm -hmm. as opposed to the builder. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind I definitely agree. I think, um, I think that's ultimately what's going to um, really result in the most users eventually, just because the developers just have the best, best tools to make stuff. I mean, you like what, comes about on the board it's like these richer experiences and you can't really achieve a richer experience um at the moment with the builder i mean you can you can you know mess mess around and place things um in areas and i think that's important you know just because everyone so many people own land and not many people know how to to develop it so i think like a simple builder makes sense but i think i personally would love to see a lot more robust features and and sdk and like kind of a focus on that so to answer your question i think um, and their approach, um, I think term, I, I think the stress on the SDK is just the way to go, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems someone who is working on it from the, in the, um, 
from the team. Isn't there one only one developer working on the the builder at the moment? Oh, that's a good question. He said there was sure. like a, a team of like a few, but they go at a third at a time. So one person will handle three months, another person will handle three months, stuff like that. Really? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I think it was. You know what? Uh, I um. Oh, go ahead, boss. I'm sorry. No, 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 no worries. Um, I was just saying, like, um, I so I, I think they are they have more guys working on the, the SDK, but um, but I do think the builder is at a simple level is important just because you know land ownership is so wide and people need to have like a simple way of just deploying some stuff. So, so uh, I have another yeah. question. So I, I made okay. this comment. Uh, I think maybe a couple of days after launch, and um, if you go to a random location to Central Land. There's typically just green grass. And my comment was that I'd rather see a bunch of green grass and, and then a bunch of builder stuff, right? <clears throat> and the reason is is because it's not the shit on the builder to any degree because I think mm-hmm. the builder is important, uh, just like you're yeah, saying, boss. It has potential, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying Honestly, with well, – yeah, well, I'll, I'll just finish with this thought is, is um, mm-hmm. the reason why I like the green grass is because it leaves Decentraland open to the imagination, because if, if you start telling somebody about Decentraland that you get to own stuff, you, get, you tell them everything that you can about Decentraland. They have this preconceived expectation about what they're going to see once they jump in. And if they jump in and they see a bunch of builder stuff, that expectation is just gets shot down. It's like, oh, this is it? This is what you're talking about, about owning stuff? Like, so, but if yeah. they see green ga- grass, they're, they're, they're going to understand. It's like, oh, there's potential here, right? You can build anything that you want, right? Now, and that's why I, I like say, the green grass. Yeah, well, I would yeah, say like I'm like, I agree to counter that. to counter that a bit because honestly, I was completely right with you, Will, all the way up until the conference. And then when I heard Josie talk, I realized that there's got to be room for artists to be able to do for themselves. So like Coney's here now, you know what I'm saying? And like if these guys could just pop in, start popping their art on stuff, and that looks super cool in Builder because they're artists. I think there's a level of the builder needs to be something, you know what I'm saying? Like it needs, it needs to be um, available to somebody that can add a different element outside of what we add, like with the SDK with just these like really cool ideas, but then they have just really cool like artwork and they can just plug and play it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that um, I agree with you, Frankie, but I think, you know, that could be achieved with something not, not like the builder, though. That could be achieved with something like MetaZone, I think, um, where right, someone right. would easily be right. able to just like, if they have art, like they could just toss it on like a meta that's like a, a gallery if they want and mm-hmm. without using the builder, without coding or anything, and then just mm-hmm. deploy it. I think something like that could be a pretty yeah. good like offer yeah. for someone like that. Another another thing is I, I think most people that build in Decentraland have would have no problem building for any artist. Yeah, that's true. To, yeah. Make something happen, you know? So if you just think about it like in a like more of a like a business kind of relationship, like I would have no I mean I, I'm a little bit busy, but you know, if somebody wasn't that busy and they had the opportunity, I'm sure they could definitely have no problem building for any artist just because we know we can make some something happen with that, you know? And the, yeah. the other thing is, I think Decentraland, its potential still hasn't been unlocked. And, and what I mean by that is True. we can actually have a voxel builder within Decentraland. Just somebody needs to make it, right? That's the point mm. of the SDK. Mm. That's why Boss talks right. about it a lot. That's why I talk about it a lot. Because if you don't allow that capability, that flexibility in, in the SDK, which you can, we know we can do it, right? It's mm. just there's some aspects of it that prevent us from doing it. 
but uh, mm-hmm. but once you do it, then you can you can have a voxel edit in Decentraland. Uh, it, it's it's really up to the developers to build it. Like Decentraland, the team, they're they're that's not their responsibility, right? It's our responsibility. Yeah. And oh, I mean, and once the DAO is alive, yeah. Wait, go ahead, today. Oh, I was just going to ask, um, Open, because you've uploaded some metas, right? Haven't you uploaded a couple metas, Open NFT? Didn't you put like a I bed set or something? No, not. They're actually not the metas yet. I was going to work on that actually tonight. Um, they're actually just the frames at this point. Um, I was waiting for Corb to really tweak those to see if he could implement any kind of buying structure but I, we just you know how we spoke about that earlier on the donations and stuff it's not quite in there yet so i didn't mm-hmm. know if i wanted to waste too much time on that yet because it's really just an updated frame essentially mm-hmm. um so i'm i i might not do that I, i'm not too sure to be honest with you um so I'm kind you, of more for streaming at this point have you been working in blender and stuff or um i have actually yeah, me and Frank, you were talking about that the other day and i've been messing around with it and i'm gonna have my little personal thing coming out hopefully i'll meet his on soon but of course i have to hold my hand again for a while and yeah. i was getting tired of it. <laughs> so how how long have you been messing around in blender for um i, I, I always like to ask like, people like four or five hours under it right now it's about it okay because I, I always I like to ask people how long it took them to get comfortable <laughs> Yeah, the, the oh, donut sorry, video helped me the most. Um, I think Frankie mentioned that one also. Um, it's just, Everyone's seen the donut video. So well. yeah. yeah, I think Frankie was saying that the other day where these Blender videos are like seven minutes long on YouTube, but you watch them for four and a half hours because you're breaking down every single click that they make the whole time. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's cool to see. Um, I mean, we really, we've kicked the idea around a lot. We really should do some sort of a Blender competition and just announce it and then give people like two months to do stuff. Like it doesn't have to be a week, but oh, I, I mean, I'm, st- okay. I'm, I'm starting to mess around in blender too. And I, um, I actually found a bunch of old builds that I made of like six or seven shapes all thrown together from, I'm assuming what was the first builder contest back in like 2018, <laughs> but it's cool. Like everyone kind of motivates each other where I'm seeing Clark Kent make stuff. And I asked Clark Kent, I'm like, all right, how long it take you to make this? He's like, well, you know, two, three weeks of really grinding. It's like, I got two, three weeks to grind. Yeah. Yeah. Clark's a smart dude. I mean, most of the people involved in this stuff are all pretty smart people, but everyone, like once you see people that were never working in Blender before and you see them upload to MetaZone, you see them, publish to Twitter and show their stuff off, it's only going to be a domino effect. I mean, it's going to inspire everyone else to start building. And if we do a competition like that, where there's an actual incentive and not yeah. just doing it because you want to. That competition, to I'd like to see with a big prize, out. like a decent prize on that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, that's something that you got to talk probably contribute because, to actually, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would like to see a lot of smaller stuff for it to, um, motivate more people because if there's one big prize the same stuff's going to happen as the builder competition where it's like shit i don't know blender i'm not going to win this prize but if you have like 10 15 decent prizes then you're going to motivate more people there's going to be more of a hope factor but we got to do something like that um yeah some sort of competition we've been trying to do a lot more free events and stuff but mm-hmm. if we just open something up for like a month or two and just create stuff in blender even like the wearables mm-hmm. we were talking about might be able to onboard even completely new users that know how to use blender but aren't familiar with the central land so 
there's something there. I'm just got to figure out the right way to do it. I'm still surprised how basic the questions are on Discord. How just like how do I get mana? Just you know, just simple stuff like hey, that is still. Hey, I love those questions. I I, I literally deal with like like okay. People within the crypto space don't really know that much about Decentraland, so you couldn't even imagine a regular layman to just be like, oh, yeah, you know, hop in here and know stuff. So you really got to kind of, me and Anderak talk about that. You really got to walk people through. Um, and a lot of times, you know, like I was saying the other day with Anderak, actually, I got a kid that's in my in my my uh, Twitter DM a lot asking me about where to buy mana and how and stuff, and I'm, I'm walking him through. Like, he's my little brother or something. I mean, I don't even know this person, mm -hmm. right? I spent yeah. like 35 minutes in world with someone today, taking them to different parcels of land that were on sale because they were looking to buy land for the first time. And I was like, all right, now let's teleport to this one. And he's like, all right, how do you teleport? So then I'm like, all right, you got to do this, that. Mm -hmm. Then we teleport to the next scene. He doesn't make it there. I got a DM him on Discord. Hey, bro, where you at? What happened? <laughs> but it's just stuff like that. I mean, if if we can run all the events we want to, but if we neglect someone who comes in and asks the very basic questions, mm -hmm. um, we're we're letting everything down. We're letting all the hard work we do go to, like go to waste. I mean, that's the most right. important thing is onboarding new people. And uh, when there's silence, when a new user comes in, I mean, what are we doing? There's plenty of people mm -hmm. in there that can answer basic questions. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, you know, we were having this exact same experience, you know, those new newbies into central land, they're asking the most basic questions. We were DMing each other back and forth about crypto voxels. It's like, how do you build stuff there? Right. And how do you, yeah. what right. do you, how do you chat <laughs> with people there? How do you do all this stuff? It's like, hey, dude. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I made the comments like whatever we're experiencing right now, there's a lot of people experiencing the exact same thing with the central land. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's time. just it's just a matter of going to their their site, looking at their documents, and and understands like, oh, these are the basic you know flexibilities that you have in, in crypto voxels, right? And we just haven't done that. Um, mm -hmm. But but that's that's sort of the point. It's like you have to just sort of just jump in and figure it out yourself because like you know I I I try to put myself in the person who's going to see the Decentraland business conference, right? They show up. It's like okay, this is like a standard conference, right? They have people talk. And it's all of a sudden it's like in this in this virtual world, but imagine this guy who's there for the first time, like walks out the building and keeps walking, right? There's like green grass, there's other buildings. Like, imagine what this guy's like experiencing. Understands like, hey, this is an open world, that, and then you can build anything in this open world. Like yeah. that's that's really what we're trying to, uh, I guess, encapsulate with you know everything that we're building, right? And yeah. it's sort of like if you watched uh, Ready Player One for the first time, like every single scene is like, you know, something amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's that's sort of like what attracted us here in the first place. So <clears throat> it's just interesting going through all those like waves of like not understanding like what everything is and like experiencing it again in like a, a, a different universe, right? Yeah. Dude, I found out about Ready Player One after Decentraland. Really? You can imagine, yeah, you can imagine how I viewed that movie. I was like, well, first I read, first I found the book because I told one of my coworkers about this stuff and they had the book in their desk and they're like, dude, I just finished this book. It's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Read this book. I don't think I've ever read something so fast. And then I saw the movie <laughs> and I was just sitting there with, I think, a smile on my face the entire time. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's like everything that, uh, and this was 2018, so I had been around Decentraland for 
um, an entire year. This mm-hmm. was like the end of 2018. I was like, oh my God, like this is literally everything. I was watching the movie unfold. I'm like, wow, this is like the different districts and this is what we could be doing. And it was crazy. Um, yeah. No, but in cool. 2018, right. I mean, people experiencing it for the first time, that's what we got to show out for. Yeah. In 2018, uh, there was nothing to, to jump into in Decentraland, right? It was just a map. Uh, and like a bunch of sales, right? That's it. Dude, all it was was yeah. DCL plazas. DCL plazas, yeah. Rio's site was like yeah. the only place yeah. that you could find information. I was just talking to him the other day about it. And he's updating his new website. And he sent me a sneak peek of it. And it's going to change everything. Like it's going to change like how the different metaverse projects interact with each other. Because it's oh, really? not going to be just Decentraland. It's going to be everything on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's fantastic the website's great but anyway that was the only thing that you had like all this information on districts and stuff like we complain about the team not communicating with us now imagine that in like the very beginning when like what do you communicate about yeah yeah exactly rio had rio had on every district every district he had a a mana to usd uh calculator on the top bar um uh, it's cool how far we've come though yeah yeah yeah. I joke about it all the time how I used to just walk the grid. And I'm like, yeah, walk the that. grid and walk the grid and walk the grid. Like, there's yeah. nothing going on. And I pull up on the block running. Yeah. It wasn't even <laughs> grass. You know? like, there, there wasn't even like a default landscape for the longest time. It was yeah. just like grid, like you're saying. That's what I'm talking about. Just, just walk the, the grid. Grid. Yeah. <laughs> grid, 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 grid. Just yeah. like... And you could walk into the negative areas. I don't know if you still can or not. I haven't tried, but you could walk into like, negative mm-hmm. 200 if yeah. you really wanted to there's no block at 150 yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can keep you can keep walking out there <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are your thoughts on a day night cycle nobody's talked about that oh my god that's my that's i love that but how do you how do you do that when there's people from all over the world yeah so you would have two, running at UTC? two days and two nah, nights for... run, run it at utc man and let it just be at utc okay <laughs> No, that's cool. Well, then you're, I think two I, days, two nights, like you said, will it be would would work throughout so, like a regular yeah. day? You'd have a two days, two nights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, imagine, yeah, I mean, if, I'm with that too. If a you do UTC, hour day? if you do UTC, like in midday, it might be completely dark in Decentraland, right? Yeah. I mean, to you, so like eight, you know, so but like to Rio, hours, it's a whole different story. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, it, that's that's the beauty to me, especially because I do interviews and stuff, and I'm always trying to make these times. Yeah. You know. Oh, I, I, it almost would help, you know, because if you knew that 10 UTC was going to be dark in Decentraland, yeah, then you're like, okay, cool, you know, that you know, they do their show at nighttime right. in Decentraland, you right. know, right? Yeah, that's true. I'm just putting this together now, boss. You're in San Diego, aren't you? Yeah, how early was that business conference for you? What time do you have to wake up for all that? Like 4 30? Oh, that like. No, it started at 7 a.m., so that wasn't, it wasn't okay. horrible. Okay, well, I mean, it's, it's early, but it's yeah, because it was two. Yeah, because I'm it's seven off seven hours off currently of UTC. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's been weird adjusting just being back um, here because I was for a year posted up in Europe, um, and it and that just like that time zone is so much more ideal for everything, you know, all the events mm-hmm. uh, that in Decentraland. Yeah, hmm. definitely. Open. What were you gonna say there? Kind of cut you off. Oh, it's okay. Actually, I, I had a question from earlier for boss um we were talking about the video streaming and i'm not too quote you know um i don't know about the code or all the specifics in there but will you be able to live stream video like on the walls inside the casinos by chance yeah that's what we want to do right now i'm trying to figure out so first 
I mean, I got the test seed working with the video and I was, um, and then the next step was just to design like in, in blender, like portions of the casino, um, where a screen would go then kind of get everything and make it make sense. Um, and so that's what I was working on, you know, this last week. And then, so this week I want, I want to dive into actually putting the video on the actual screens that we kind of devised in, in the scene. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be possible to just stream video. I think you'll probably just have to set up a similar architecture as we did with like the audio streaming on the, like, from the server. But, exactly. um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's definitely doable. Yeah. I mean, Frankie cool. already has gone far with that. Yeah, um, I was, so. I was close, man. I was so close. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you won't be able to yeah. put in, like a display within the wall, right? Like the walls, you have to put something on top of it. Right. I think you would just be able to push that thing. Like if I, like for instance, like when I had, okay, so I had in the today, my little, my little deal was like right around here. I think, mm -hmm. right. Let's mm -hmm. say it was like right here. Right. And then if I wanted to just change the position to right over here, I think that'd be no problem. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I'm talking about like the actual wall can't be a display. You just have to put, you know, like, man, I was thing. hoping yeah, that we, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I wanted to wrap the yeah. globe, you know? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, if, if cause yeah, if you could wrap yeah. a wall, you'd be able to wrap the globe, but right, no, right. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. You know yeah. Really it'll just be a point. rectangle on the wall. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. won't be like the whole wall. Yeah. yeah. Cause that'd be interesting. I mean, imagine outside of this building, Frankie, that if the, mm. if the wall could be the video, like you would just have a bunch yeah. of cutouts. Right. And then yeah. like have a, like a, the wall moving right with the video. With, oh, That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, As if it was like yeah. projected onto the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's I, I originally, originally that's what I thought it was going to be, but I don't mind whatever it's going to be. Cause I'm sure we can find cool ways to implement it. So I'm not even tripping. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I love how Anorak's being a moon boy right now. It is wearables. <laughs> the wearables man. Grinch himself. Yeah. Didn't Pun you? intended <laughs> there for the Astro suit. Didn't you purchase like uh like a set recently, Anorak? For like a good price I did. or something. I only wanted the helmet out of it. Yeah, he also got rid of it. He, he, did it. he did it like a true hustler. No, <laughs> I still have three of the four pieces. I bought the whole okay. barbarian set. Um, bought the whole barbarian set. All I really want is the helmet. So, um, actually, Normanol here is wearing the pants from that set. Um, he got it for. He got it. I'm just dumping them all for like 50 percent below the market value because I just want to get rid of them so I can just have this helmet. Um, I do like the barbarian chest stuff though. Mm -hmm. Not a huge, not a huge fan of anything that are shoes, though, to be honest. Why do you like the man, uh, you helmet? You don't see these numbers right here. Hold on. So, so the man, helmet shoes. Look at these shoes right here, man. These are the best shoes going. The helmet. Um, <laughs> I had that initially. That was like the first mythic I bought. I think right after the treasure hunt, mm -hmm. and I ended up selling it, and I sold it for a pretty good price, but. Since I've sold it, I've always had uh, seller's remorse. Like, I think mm. it looks so good with my coat of wonder and stuff. I just think it's a good fit for my, for uh, what I walk around in. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I always see Normanol wearing that helmet everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> God, like, it looks so good. Like, I I really wish I didn't sell it. So for the longest time, I've been waiting to uh, buy it again mm. and uh, finally had an opportunity. The guy I bought it from was... Um, trying to just liquidate everything, the whole set, so he could buy some land that he had his eye on. Yeah. And so I kind of lucked out. I got a good deal on it. That's good. I mean, if it worked out for everybody, that's really good, you know? For sure. That's cool. For sure. Yeah, so <clears throat> I just, um, I don't know. When I buy wearables, I 
I'm not buying stuff that I think is going to appreciate. I'm just buying stuff that I want to wear. Um, yeah, that's that's how I would take it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm still rocking like stock stock uh, clothes. So well, that's your look. Was out here yeah. contests and stuff with the stock clothes. <laughs> that was so funny. Stock <laughs> fashion show was so funny. He said, "Will I forget who it was that picked Will?" And I was like, "Will." It was uh, what's his name, Andrew. Oh, oh he, yeah. Andrew Steinwald. He's like, yeah, this Matrix-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's your guy. <laughs> it goes so well with like the 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 move that you do, Will, and you're like, it does, right? About to like kick so well. Yeah, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the, the floating thing. move. Yeah. Um, so yeah. real quick, did you guys get a chance to take a look at that whale token? Dude, I'm in the Discord. I. I've been meaning to really look into it, but um, so really can you explain that? Like, what's Andrew, going on? Hold on? What's up? No, can you explain the whale token? Like, what's going on with that? Yep. So, okay, so what it is is it's whale sharks, basically NFT investments, all in one wallet. Oh, that's right. As far as I understand it, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, he's gonna base the whale token. I think he's making ten million of them. Um, whale token is gonna be based on the value of that wallet. That's I see. Right? Yeah. Um, it was a really interesting. The reason why I bring it up because what I'm going to play next, um, after we get off of here, is going to be the Andrew Steinwald interview with with uh, Whale Shark. Yeah. And um, I did listen to that before I started this, and I thought that was really interesting. I'm probably not going to get any whale token, but I, you know, I think it's an interesting thing. I think it's a good thing for the NST space. Um, and so you know, I I think that um. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something to know about. It's not something I don't think any of us would have to deal with since we all are already invested pretty heavily in NFT, the whole community itself, you know. But so I guess what's the function of the of the token? It's just a piece of ownership of the entire wallet. It's a piece of ownership of the entire exactly. So he's out trying to buy the most rare, the most expensive, and and things like that. Okay. And that's interesting. And it's like your piece of that collection that, you know, yeah. and, and there will be a DAO, I believe involved that would help make decisions yeah. about what is going to be um, bought and sold and, or whatever, however the moves they're going to make with their, with their giant wallet of rare NFTs. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just got a message from HP. Um, mm-hmm. Let me read it real quick. He says, super sorry. Could not join earlier. Is it too late? I mean, we Hold got it. we got 22 minutes left, right? Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Just let him talk. Let's just all sit back and let him talk. For real. I want to hear this guy so much. Let the legend live, man. For real. Seriously. It's so cool to hear and see everyone, especially like, uh, and who'd we have on last week? Uh, Dennis and KJ. Like people that are always in yeah. Discord that you never get to oh, like, yeah. hear or see. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to see KJ. Oh, I, I haven't. I'm, shout- I'm shouting at him. <laughs> I'm shouting at him now. <laughs> just bring him on and just, what do we want to ask him when he comes on? Like, what's the, we got 22 minutes. Wants to talk do, about, man. What do we want? <laughs> Whatever he wants to talk about. Just say know? go. Yeah, go. Yeah. I, I just said. Had... posted all those uh, screens in your post. Enter yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. That was him. It, he posted it in the events. He must've been really sleepy when he did it. He posted like three videos in the events channel on discord and then went, Oh, oops. This is the events channel. <laughs> Thought it was general, <laughs> and he posted all this stuff in there. Um, like I said, neither. Dude, of us there was like three videos. Night. Yeah, there's like three different videos. I picked the one that had the least amount of swearing in it. Like the Twitch streams that he had on the mm-hmm. on the video boards. There's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, pretty 
pretty bad yeah, that's language. How you, that's how you post to play video games, man. Right? Hell yeah, but <laughs> I wasn't trying to put out the parental control notice in my tweet, so I just picked the one that had the. My, my Twitter is a. You better know if you're even looking at my Twitter, you might get cussed out. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. all right. Hey, got what? 15, 20 retweets and damn near yeah, 100 yeah. likes. I think I got the most engagement off that, just comments based. There's tons mm. of people that have never engaged with me on Twitter that were commenting on that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounded almost like he was changing the channel. Like on each he screen. He was. And- he had like his cursor. Wherever his cursor was is where the sound was coming from. Oh, that's cool. Which is awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, like, that's going to be so cool. Like, I mean, I said it earlier and I was kind of joking, but like, what are you ever going to have to leave Decentraland for? If I can have a sports game, the Bitcoin price chart, uh, yeah. Netflix show <laughs> and yeah. whatever else in the background. If I can have that all on my computer screen and I don't have to have like three or four different monitors for that, why the hell would I ever leave Decentraland if I can just watch all that stuff at once? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like that's that's true. I mean, especially once VR supported several years down the line, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can have all these screens like in your house. Yeah, and then you don't have to like spend so much money on getting actual screens in your actual house. Mm-hmm. I'm just as a sports fan. I'm just so excited for once sports are back and during football season. If I can have four different screens and have football games streaming on all of those, like yeah, that's going to be awesome. Man. I'm just going to sit. As here soon as I figure it out, day. you might see some Korean baseball up in my building. <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching that, man? I watch. I mean, I didn't watch it yet, but I'll watch it. I, they have the most <laughs> epic bat flips. You see them, like yeah, but it's bat flips at three thirty in the morning. Great. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Russian badminton. What was that? Russian badminton. Russian badminton. Dude, they had the 2006 hamburger eating competition on ESPN last week. Oh, really? Like, oh, like okay, hamburger eating competition. Cool. 2006? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to get 2015? <laughs> <laughs> like, There's truth to that. No, but um. So what do what do we want to ask HP when he comes on? We want to ask him about video streaming. About or? video, yeah. Video, I just that's like probably the, the most pertinent the thing right now. If he comes on, if he makes it for yeah. this next yeah. twenty two minutes. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he hasn't like a hundred percent confirmed, but I told him to come in. He's typing yeah. something. He's installing right. Zoom right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He must have uninstalled it because he Zoomed with me like two weeks ago. So that's how yeah. HP don't play, man. There's certain things he don't want to mess with. What a grand for you on the uh, on the gas fees. Say when you buy a meta, is there a base gas fee that's just implemented in the code when we yeah. like just essentially press it? Is that why it's taking so long sometimes if we don't actually raise it up? Yeah, so there's a correlation between like what the price of Bitcoin is right now and like the inability for people to purchase metas at the cheapest gas fee. Um, and so because like there's so many like transactions happening on Ethereum, like miners are just not mining uh, gas fees lower than 10 cents. It's just, they're just not doing it Uh, just because there's enough people out there paying more in gas fees. Right. So uh, I think right now it's probably better for you to like raise the gas prices to like the the medium tier. Um, And then even then it's going to take several hours, hours for it to go through. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a struggle. So we're trying to kind of mitigate that too. And, and boss sort of solved that problem for him. Like he's not even using mana or a hey, hey boss for, for your um, casino, 
Are you still using mana to do transactions? It's just not on the Ethereum blockchain? Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, I still use um, mana, but it's on uh, this layer two. Matic network, right. Uh, Matic. So, but basically the way it works is like you do a deposit transaction from the main chain to Mick. And it means new tokens that are mirrored to the, the main tokens that you deposited. Mm -hmm. Those get locked up in a contract and then you're able to transact with the the fast tokens on Matic like within and then the, the, the transaction time is like one to two seconds and the um, gas price is one um, thousandth of the price. So it's like way cheaper, but there's also ways to, I can send you guys some documentation on it, but there's ways they essentially have add, um, Maddox, they added like a snippet of code in the ERC 20 um, contract of this, this token that's trustlessly, mirrored to the main C20. Sure. Um, and it allows you to create these proxy contracts um, that basically, if you're a developer, you can just load it up with uh, with gas and then it just, just pays the gas for you. So that, then the user never has to pay gas. But the only the only problem with like using Matic, like it just, it, you have to have users deposit um, to Matic from the main chain. And that obviously has to be done on some interface. So we did it on our site and it kind of works for us just because like, you, you know, people are used to depositing to a casino, you know, like to play. Yeah. Um, but in reality, like for us, it's, you know, they're not really depositing to us particularly because it's non-custodial. They're just depositing to the side chain. I see. So, yeah. But for, for like someone just walking around in world, it's kind of bad user experience because they have to like go to our web and then go back. There he goes. Is he uh... so HP is joining now? Um he should be here in just a second. Just gotta load up. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Yo, what's He's up? Here. HP. The legend. Can you hear us? He probably cannot hear us. Maybe not. Hey. There hey, he HP. goes. Hey, HP. HP, what's up, dude? We're, we're so happy to have you, HP. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, too. So uh, we only got 15 minutes with HP, uh, so we're going to grill you. Uh, how much <laughs> How much is Decentraland paying you? Uh, how much, you know, mana do you have in your wallet? Oh, really going <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, don't answer that. <laughs> oh, man, no. no so I mean, it's payment for negotiate my... Wage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So we were we were just talking about like the the technical implementation that Matic like allows for that easier transaction flow, and uh, so one of the things I wanted to ask you, HP, is like you seem to know like the underpinnings of how Decentraland really works, and one of the things you often say is the every time we see people in Decentraland, it's a peer to peer network. Uh, it's it's a PDP transaction when we see people. Can you? Uh, is there a way for you to explain what that means exactly a little bit more for everyone listening? Decentral um, is peer to peer, uh, especially for connection between players, not for transaction. And it means uh, that when your character is moving. Um, it's doing like restaurants. You are directly sending information from your computer to the other user computer, 
without passing via a centralized system. Uh, so this has some advantage, like uh, you have less ping as you don't have to pass through a third party computer, but uh, it has disadvantage. Uh, if you are connected to a lot of uh, users, the number of open connection as it's a mesh, it's become really light, really light as there are more users connected. That's why for the moment there is a limit of 50 users per real. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think it's uh, 50 users is really light for, for peer to peer connection. So we may have to, to think about other way to connect player. Um, if you want to have more than 50 players per realm. So it can still be decentralized or less distributed between different servers. But um, if we get more than 50 users, it will not be as decentralized that it is today. Okay, so so that's my question. If, um, if all the people that Frankie's seeing right now in, in the game world right now, let's say it was like 10 or 15 people, it's a peer-to-peer -peer connection. So why not have all these people, looks like 20, but why not have all these people within a server instead of doing a peer-to-peer -peer, uh, connection? Is this decision purely based on decentralization or is there some other motivation behind that? Uh, yeah, it's mainly for decentralization as if there is no server in between, there is no single point that can be shut down. and Okay. There is no real way to to block you, to block you. Okay. Okay. So now, now that we now that we understand that this is purely for decentralization, I think you know one of our previous roundtables we were discussing like why you know are we spending a lot of time in decentralized? Why all of us like so focused on decentralized? And and I think a lot of the reasons why we're here is mainly because of the decentralization. Um, and so when it comes to like nefarious content showing up HP, what can Decentraland like do anything about that? Or is this like decentralized to a point where it, it's, it's like uh, a BitTorrent where if you upload files, the files is uploaded and that's, you can access it if you want, but there's nothing you can do to like prevent anybody accessing that file. Um, so, so you know, what do you do in a situation when you have nefarious content being deployed in Decentraland if everything is actually decentralized? Um, first, I think it's easier to centralize something that's decentralized that to decentralize something that's centralized. So if we start with something totally decentralized, we can, we can work some parts, maybe uh, not centralized, but distribute uh, some part across the catalyzer, for example. Um, and I think we, we need to, to see it like ju just like to hunt for the content server. And you, you can share any files and to hunt, mm -hmm. including protected files and not protected files. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to find a way to, to do the same with this on And the fact that all the files are public is not a problem, uh, I think. Because even if the file itself is public, there is a way to make the to make the content private. Hmm. 
So if I deployed something in my parcel that is illegal, is there, so there, you're saying there is a way to prevent that illegal content from actually appearing in Decentraland? Yes, it's each um, Catalyst owner can uh, make a transaction uh, with its Ethereum address uh, that's registered on, on the DAO to, to block a specific hash. Uh, oh. that was upload. Interesting. Interesting. So this has some advantage. You can quite easily uh, block content and do it quickly. But it has a disadvantage that you have to do a manual action for each of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, hash can be changed just by changing a single bit of a file. So if someone wants to upload a lot of illegal content, you he can just uh, upload it, change a byte. It will he will get a, a new hash and just reupload it mm -hmm. and with, with a different hash. Okay, so you're saying that the DAO has the ability to block uh, content by, by uh, taking each user, yeah, each, uh, user. each catalyst owner can do it individually. Oh, I see. And is unnod. Okay. okay. Yeah, so you guys better be nice to me. In HP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's interesting. No, but I bet the other ones will 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 pick up the slack, though, right? I mean, it has to be like you can each catalyst owner can block their own, but obviously the the other ones would have to block theirs manually too, right? HP. Yeah. So then you could yeah. you could have a catalyst supporting nefarious content. It's just. The DAO would say, "Okay, that catalyst needs to go." And so you somehow, how, how do you how do you cut off a catalyst? Uh, you just have to go to to the Argon web type, web page and start about to to remove it from the list. Okay. And the the client uh, the client the Decentraland Explorer will will automatically uh, remove uh, this server from the server it's trying to connect. Sure. Uh, at lunch. Okay, so then so, if it's actually decentralized, it's like um, you know, BitTorrent has or not BitTorrent, but like many of these pirating websites like uh, Pirate Bay and all those, they've been taken down numerous times, like like every single year they get taken down pretty much. But so, somebody always spins another, like it's either in, in Taiwan or it's hosted in like a, another country, but it's always coming up. So I would imagine that the server that is running this stuff, they could just get a new server, right? A new IP address and just run it again. And like, you just have to manually cut them off again, right? Like it's just yeah. cat and Especially mouse. Especially it's really easy to to start a node. Everything is in Docker. So with uh, like less than 10 command, you can start uh, a Catalyst node really easily. Yeah, okay. Now I, I ask only to understand like, you know, what, you know, Decentraland is going to look like in 10 years because just like any other... Yeah website like pirating stuff like i i expect to see that in decentraland um and so i'm just trying to visualize what the activity um is going to be for like all these catalyst you know and and the dow too so yeah that was very helpful hp i appreciate that hp how um how close are you to making video streaming work in world i know you had those videos out and i posted one of them on twitter um how close were you and James to getting that to work today in world? Uh, actually, we can already make it work, but there's 
some really big difficulties, okay. uh, mainly that each stream can be up to uh, an audio stream is uh, 128 kilobytes per second. So it's quite light when you have to, to propagate it to, to hundreds of clients. But a video stream is between two and five megabytes a second. So if you have, let's say, a uh, hundred clients watching, you need 300 megabytes constant and stable. So this is the biggest issue for the moment. It's to find a way to reliably uh, distribute uh, videos to so much people okay. so all the, the the video features the video streaming is already deployed to to the central so we could use it today uh, i think if you go to my parcel you might be able to see it live right now it's uh, minus 125 uh, minus 77 i might have to restart something to Get to work. Okay. And then so minus someone 125, was asking right? me. Yeah. Um, and then someone was asking me today on Twitter, how many video screens could you have per parcel? Is it just a triangle limit or is it that, that uh, loading limit or what would be restricting you from having 10 screens, if anything? Uh, it's mainly a performance issue. Um, mm. Each screen is quite heavy uh, on performance. So, for example, with a single um, 70, uh, 720p stream, you lose you lose about 10 FPS. Okay. So it's quite yeah. heavy, and that's yeah. the main limit for the number of screen you can have on a land. Okay. That makes sense. So I had another question, another technical question for you, HP. Uh, wearables. All right. So the yeah. community, let's say they make thousands of wearables, you know, every month, whatever it is, doesn't matter. We made it 90 minutes. Bro. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> With no wearables talk. <laughs> no, <don't. laughs> so, <laughs> so the question is, is like with all this like custom content, does the the client have to download every single wearable like visual content like like isn't there some technical limitation to having so many wearables out there like you couldn't have a million different wearables could you uh it's download uh when you launch a client uh, your client will just download a list of uh available wearables but it will not download every single models it will download model only when a character is present in the world with it wearing it. So oh. you're not downloading every single uh, wearable at each client starts. Okay, so okay. let's say you have a catalyst <laughs> and there's 50 people. So you're only downloading the 50 wearables that people are wearing at the moment? Yeah, but each people can wear up to five or six different wearables at the same time. So you may end up downloading 300 uh, different files. Wow. That could be... But how does that, well, how does that quite... work? Like, all right, I've got like, you're saying I've got five wearables that I can load up. Oh, you're saying on my character itself. So you're talking about shoes, pants. Yeah. That yeah. type thing? All right, all right, all right. That's going to be interesting. Like in a in a developed Decentraland world, 
you're going to be down every time you get into Decentraland. You're going to be downloading roughly 300 unique wearables every time you load in, right? So could could present an issue, right? It could. Yeah, but if we get alternative client or or even a native client with Unity, we could have uh, that as it's static content and it will not uh, change. We can download that on the computer, so you don't have to do. Uh, uh, HTTP requests mm -hmm. each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why it, it takes a little while when you're switching clothes, like it has mm -hmm. to load, right? It has to go pull the file and... Yeah, and uh, when you change clothes, it's also uploaded to the Catalyster. So ah. uh, all the clothes change are uploaded to all Catalyster. And so, yeah. Uh, you are doing the same when you change clothes that when you upload the uh, content to your to your land, so you send the hash uh, to the server with some some file. You upload some file to the catalyst server when you change variables. So, for example, you can check uh, uh, a website status the me I think, mm -hmm. and you can see um, people uh, changing wearables in real time. You can see the the list of uh, the last uh, updates that were made uh, to characters. So then the same thing applies with emotes. Like once the community can start making emotes, mm -hmm. I think you have a maximum of four emotes that you can have ready um, at any one point in time, right? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think we can just change uh, the UI to to make more available. Sure. Yeah, because then you can map each emote to, let's say, nine, you know, nine numbers, right? Nine yeah. or ten numbers. Right, yeah. And, yeah. and it's, just, it's just moving your arm from point A to point B for a given animation. So there wouldn't be a whole lot to download for an emote, right? Yeah. Um, I think it may be like five or ten kilobytes, but okay. it adds up quite uh, quickly. And then, for example, we can do like uh, like World of Warcraft or or maybe RPG uh, with shortcuts. So we can do like uh, shift uh, shift one, control one, alt one mm -hmm. to to get uh, sure. more wearable. For example, interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that covers all my technical questions. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one HP. Um, I had seen somebody on Twitter and I know Maddie had brought this up to me as he heard from somebody talking about um, taking the code from GitHub and making their own cheap land somewhere. What are the implications of that or what um, is that even possible? Yes. So everything in the central is open source, at least, at least everything that you need to run the land. Uh, and you can just start a, a new smart contract, like uh, all the smart contracts of Decentron, including the land smart contract, is open source. So you can just redeploy it yourself and create your own land. Own, own land. But it yep. will not uh, interfere with uh, Decentron land. It will be two different uh, worlds. Mm. Mm. All right. So do you think? That that would be detrimental to the central land. I think it'd be fine. It would be fine. Uh, Second life have, uh, has uh, the same issue. 
you can create uh, alternative worlds mm -hmm. except mm -hmm. with uh, second life you have to the the source code of the second life uh, server is not open source so they had to to, to do it themselves but uh, there is some client and you can access multiple different server right. with right. Uh, where, where the land has different price or even world with uh, free land and mm -hmm. that's totally fine i think yeah so um the final question for hp uh to close this conversation out it's a right. it's a deep one it's a big one all right here we go are you team sdk or team builder hp i never used the since yes i ain't going nowhere near that builder that's what it is is there any reason why like what's your what are your thoughts as to why you stick with sdk instead of the builder i'm just more efficient with sdk and everything i need to do is available with sdk do you think decentralized can be built out with the sdk or the builder I think bus bursts are are okay. Um, as we get more smart item, it will allow for more um, more developed no uh, builder sense. But uh, the no SDK way. will will always be <laughs> at the edge of uh, of the features. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there you yeah, have it. Team SDK all the way. <laughs> Decentraland, you heard it here. Across the board. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Builder. I think. What, what was that? Builder? Did I hear Builder? No. I don't know. I'm going to kick you off the stream, dude. <laughs> oh, no, that, that was a good conversation. I appreciate you joining us, HP. Uh, I know it's a little early for you, so I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to. to no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. It's all good, man. All good. Okay. So, Frankie, you want to carry us out of here? Yeah, man. Um, I really appreciate everybody coming through. HP, I appreciate you for setting this up because this whole situation is impossible mm -hmm. without HP. That's right. So, you know, everybody, everybody jumped not for smart HP. enough to do any of this shit. But um, I, I really appreciate all y'all coming through. I appreciate Balls for sponsoring uh, with the Tominoy Casino and Decentral Games. Uh, Will for being just my guy who has walked me through Decentraland from day one. Um, Interact and OpenFT for coming and always being like just up on the community and, and helping out. Um, and just like literally, this is just going a certain way that I, I really appreciate. So I always got to say just thank you very much for coming out and thanks for, you know, listening and checking it out, you know. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you guys coming as well. And we'll see you uh, in a week. So one more thing, if you want to stick around and listen to the Andrew Steinwall interview with uh, Whale Shark, please do. I'm going to start it as soon as I get off of this. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, take it easy, guys. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter, at TheBlockRunner. Yeah.